0: Welcome one and all to another episode of the, the Close Encounters of the Nerdkind podcast. Nerd podcast. My name's Aimrod TJ Sutherland. Dan Kolokar,
1: With new episodes released on the first and third Mondays of the month. Catch Close Encounters of the Nerd Kind podcast at ForeverInelectricDreams.com.
2: Howdy gang, welcome, 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 you're tuned in to another episode of the Close Encounters mini-cast, my name's Imran, thank you for tuning in uh, to our episode today, it feels like a mighty long time so I'm particularly excited for our episode, uh, quick reminder you can find us at foreverinelectricdreams.com where you will find our full backlist catalogue. Uh, of uh, these mini-casts and uh, nighty State of Mind and, um, gosh, a whole bunch of uh, other things, uh, the Close Encounters of the Kind podcast the archives as well. So, uh, yes, feel free to check out the website for uh, a whole host of audio-based goodies. Um, joining me on our <laughs> audio adventures today are Daniel J. Colacott. How are you today, sir? I'm not bad, thank you. I'm not bad. What a humble, humble response. I like it. It's good.
1: It's uh,
2: Stu J Collicott. how are you today?
1: <laughs> I'm over the moon at my uh, new name.
2: Amazing. Yeah, yes, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Stu Giblin. Um, Stu J Giblin. Oh, I thought I had uh, yes. a brother, then. I've always wanted one.
1: <laughs> this <laughs> is like a reunion is What you, show you imagined? Today?
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so today's
1: episode. Stu <laughs> to uh, from brother. <laughs>
0: Can I call you <laughs> Hell instead?
1: <laughs> yeah. It's Juice hand or Miyagi Anyway
2: mm. <laughs> Look at this We're we're talking about sitcoms today 1 minute 25 seconds in and we've gone to Karate Kid instantly How in the blue blazes did that happen?
1: <laughs> Apologies. Apologies.
2: Apologies We'll have to get into a DeLorean go back in time after driving 88 miles an hour and talk about something else Oh, I've done it again <laughs>
1: <laughs> that I've was a bad feature reference, guys. I've got to keep quiet. I'm just going to keep quiet. But I will say this they should turn Crafty Kid into a sitcom so they can have a good ending. Anyway, anyway <laughs> over to you.
2: <laughs> Smoothly linked. Uh today's episode sees us discussing that very thing, Stu, which is amazing. Uh we are discussing the sitcom endings, the very notion that uh everything that has a beginning must have an end. And we're discussing uh sitcom endings that have basically resonated with us the most. We're discussing the ones that have stayed with us, that we've the endings that we've carried with us um for years after they've aired. We're looking at the those sort of those grand finales that do justice to kind of our fandom and uh, the very stories that um, that have been told over the course of three, four, five, six plus years in many, many cases, uh, and and that that time frame I think is sort of very specifically why sitcom. Um, people resonate with sitcoms because we're talking about characters that we watch and we love and care about over quite an extended period of time. Uh, We talk about nostalgia a lot and films that we can take to a single moment in our childhoods. Uh, But with sitcoms, they can run for a huge part of kind of our lives and kind of mean a lot to us. And there's a tremendous weight of expectation in being able to wrap up that ending into a nice, logical and uh, satisfying bow so that's kind of our episode today we're going to be talking about that but before we jump into the concept of endings let's just talk about sitcoms just for a moment uh, i'm going to go to stew first stew you're you're a sitcom fan like we all are uh, what, what do they kind of they mean to you i mean you we 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 we're talking as i said about stories that are being told over over years right and you kind of you form a connection with a character in ways that you don't necessarily with films or any other sort of media right
1: yeah absolutely i mean it's a really good question that because i think the ones that have really that had an impact on me over the years and I've, i'm going back a bit you know back to the days of scheduled television you know when you're sitting yeah. around the sofa waiting for your favorite episode for some reason i don't know what it's about the sitcoms i watch other genres as well but you really sort of into their world, don't you? You know, you kind of mm. like, for some reason, you imagine that they exist in some form somewhere. Um, you know, you imagine going down the pub and bumping into them. You imagine, you know, going to work and seeing them. Uh, for some reason, they exist there, but for thirty to fifty-five minutes of your life, you know. Um, and obviously, by their very nature, they've got the filter factor as well. So, uh, yeah it's just yeah. that realism from you
0: get, yeah you
2: friends know. is always an interesting one i thought mm-hmm. but just from the notion of where we're introduced to six characters uh singles in their like mid early 20s and then over the course of whatever it was 10 odd years we see them That we see their dating history we see their career highs and lows yeah. we see them get married and have children and uh it, it's kind of an interesting path to kind of uh to follow for that uh for for characters like that because you like i said you watch them kind of grow and evolve and 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 you you go with them and you you chart that story uh with them right so uh so like Dan what what is your kind of your connection to sitcoms and in that is that sort of that perspective of do you think that's why we resonate with with shows like that and characters like that as much as we do
0: i mean yeah a little bit i mean just if you talk about friends and even if you talk about a lot of um american sitcoms in that format like um how i met your mother and big bang theory they all tend to be it's always very obvious what is happening and what is going to happen but for some reason they they just tease it for about 10 years and then in the end, it just happens anyway. But I think I think more more interestingly, like moving away from um, a lot of US comedy, uh, looking at you know UK stuff was I always felt quite different. Um, in that, I think a lot of it, it you know, I, I never you, you couldn't stream stuff, so you couldn't binge watch anything. And I feel like there were so many different sitcoms, T V sitcoms, um, on at once that it was it, i I felt like I've watched so many where I never saw an ending. Um I, I never actually got got to the point where I know what happens to, you know, the is it the Royal Guard in in, in Dad's army. I I don't know what, what happened in hello hello i don't know what happened in what, what was the last episode of last of the summer wine did, did it ever end it's still on <laughs> is, that, is it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it it probably is it probably is they've they, they've killed off well most of the cast has died but yeah. they Com- they started like using their 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 son you know their yeah yeah they're basically they did in real life
1: didn't they but it's now it's still on His compost grandson he's uh he's a staff he, he's got a startup business and uh, is <laughs> an app developer? No, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they sort of sit up on the on the rolling hills of uh, Yorkshire, developing mobile apps. Now it's
0: it's changed. It's changed with the times. It changed massively. Well 'cause because because even in um, Open All Hours, they they kind of reversed it so that Granville becomes you know the the old shopkeeper mm. and then there's a there's another kind of granville next generation equivalent mm. but yeah i i don't know but i i think you know i kind of agree it, it is all about getting to know characters uh, and seeing their their story arcs over a long time um and it, yeah you know you you get to kind of know you know who these people are you, you feel you know connected to them um, I think that that's 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 a very kind of, you know, American thing. Whereas mm. I, I feel like I don't I, I don't have that connection with a lot of the, it's a different connection with with UK sitcoms. I feel like those situations, you know, I mean, like if, if you look at um, something um, like uh, Forty Towers, I don't I don't feel the same connection to Basil Forty <laughs> or Blackadder yeah. or Lister from Red Dwarf. Mm. It. it you know, I, again, I know that I, I've gone spanned so many different genres that aren't necessarily very good, um, you know, similarities. But whereas I think you know things tend to you know, a lot of American sitcoms run so much longer. I mean, e- even when you go back to Cheers and Frasier and um, um, Everybody Loves Raymond, and uh, there's so many that um, Seinfeld, you know, Curb Your Enthusiasm, these. These shows go on for, for decades. Mm-hmm. It's not just you know, two or three years, which is kind of probably the average um, in the UK. I mean, a lot of things don't even make it past um, one season. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We've discussed another podcast that Only Fools and Horses tanked. No mm-hmm. one liked it. It got poor poor ratings for then, probably not poor ratings for now, but it it didn't it, it almost got cancelled. It was only Kind of fortuitous that they carried on making it. I think they um,
1: repeated it, it, didn't they? They repeated it at a different time slot or something, and then it really took off for some reason.
0: Yeah, I, I think right. so. I'm
1: sure we discussed that. Yeah, but funny, you, you, know, you say it tanked by the standards of the of, you know yesterday. I think it's still got like three or four million or something. You know, which oh, would yeah. be a really fantastic, uh, successful show now, wouldn't it? You know, but it just wasn't enough. I guess there's less channels and you know.
0: Yeah, I, I think back back then it it wasn't until series three, maybe two or three, that it it kind of it became, off, you know, it, it it reached its kind of full potential and popularity. But but yeah, I mean the the viewing figures for quite a lot of um, you know TV sitcoms. I know we we've talked about this at length on other podcasts mm-hmm. that uh, but it is quite hard to get mainstream sitcoms that aren't mrs brown's boys or gavin and Stacey that that are actually on at reasonable times on a weekend or a weeknight Mm. everything's replaced by reality tv or Mm. or Mm. horrible horrendous celebrity themed game shows and things like that so it, it is really difficult you know to get those kind of um slots to get anything uh, the, the exposure and coverage. Uh, but anyway, uh, sorry, I'm, I I felt like I've got no, a mad tangent from your original question.
2: No, no, not at all. I mean, you um, the distinction that you had made um, uh, about the differences between US and UK comedy I think is really interesting to know because you're right. Everything I think my intro really discusses really looks at sitcoms from a U.S. perspective. That was always growing up. That was always what I gravitated towards. And I think um, there is a huge distinction between them. I mean, I think the U- U.K. perspective was always m- much more open to the notion of a of a bittersweet kind of ending. But I think the American perspective is we have to wrap this up in as pleasant and satisfying way as we possibly can. Uh, there was did you guys ever watch that um, uh, Stephen Mangan and uh, matt LeBlanc show uh, e- episodes yeah, yeah a bit
0: of that yeah.
2: yeah there was really, really great show, and they made a distinction because it, it was it was basically it was Stephen Mangan and um, uh, oh God, a fantastic actress whose name i 've just completely forgotten uh, who plays stephen mangan 's wife they Co-create. They've they've created a uh, a a UK-based sitcom in the traditional vein. I think it might have just been two seasons, six episodes uh per season, and um it gets basically purchased by a, an American network who want to make it, but ba- you know into into in, like well, it's like the UK office turning into the US office yeah, in terms that's of what I size it, no. and scope, and they have like the the I'm gonna just I'm sorry, I'm generalising here, but you have your the uk version of this show had like a ross and rachel uh who don't get together but in this us version they turn it into a big love story and it's like well you know and I, the creators are like well this this isn't what was supposed to happen they said yeah your version was six episodes we've got 22 episodes on season one yes yeah. and it was a really interesting you know i know that was a conversation specific to that show in that time but it is absolutely the case isn't it when you like even just comparing the office, the UK one is, I think, infinitely superior. But I would never discount what the US did. I mean, my gosh, they what? How many hundred episodes that the US version of that you know yeah. of that show
0: did? Seven or eight seasons, I think.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I, th- I think it might have been nine. I think. But uh, when yeah. you think about the US perspective on sitcoms versus the UK. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it is it is an interesting distinction with kind of how they uh, approach them, right?
0: Yeah, I actually have um, just sorry, last thing I'll say on this, mm-hmm. but I, I had one thing uh, that came up. There's quite a few quotes and articles to do with the in betweeners. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys mm-hmm. have read them today.
1: No, uh, I know the episodes quite well.
0: Yeah, so, so, so basically <laughs> it was um, uh, I've forgotten. It it's basically the, the guy who plays Simon. But it wasn't just him, I think it was a it was an interview with a with a couple of the cast and they, they were discussing why the American version uh didn't do very well. Um and this is this has been typical of mm-hmm. a lot of adaptations mm-hmm. of um famous UK sitcoms. And now I, I actually think I mean I love the American Office, it's very different, it becomes something completely different. Yeah. What the UK yeah. office was again? I, I still absolutely adore yeah. uh, that show. But yeah, it, it, that's quite a rarity that something was able to be translated and adapted successfully. Even though it kind of morphed into something else, mm. it, it at least kind of retained the foundations of what that was. Mm. But yeah, uh, uh, the example with the um, in between is: as they they said first of all the cast were all too too good looking. Mm. Um, mm. And they weren't freaks like them because, uh, what was it? I, I, I think when, when they were doing the casting, um, the writer, you know, took one look at them all together and laughed because you, you, you know, you could literally look at the main cast, e- even from, um, is it Greg Davies, as the, the headmaster? Mm. You look at them all in one picture mm. and you would laugh because mm. they are brilliantly cast and mm. they're, you know, j- just looking at them as characters, you know, purely from an aesthetic point of view, they're funny. Mm. But yeah, he said, A, that didn't, you know, that didn't translate because the, the, the actors are all, you know, kind of good looking teens. And the other thing was they didn't kind of understand that the kind of bittersweet, as you mentioned him, and the bittersweet nature of kind of UK comedy that kind of promotes this Kind of abject failure it, it, it kind yeah. of revels in seeing people crash and burn even though we we kind of all know that deep down they're going to be okay that you know that that at heart these are decent human beings mm. but mm. we we don't set it up like that whereas you know they're saying that you know american sitcoms don't really do that no. as much no. they, they don't understand that they don't they don't allow that level of failure a little bit of course because mm. you know there's a lot of comedy and mm. things going wrong and mishaps and but but not to the, the degree of something like in between us
1: no mm. it's usually like the individual sort of versus the established it's, it's like punching up at it if you don't know I mean. you know it's like um have you seen clips of that american adaptation you can see them on YouTube.
2: It's just yeah. Oh, wow, no, I
0: haven't. A long time ago. Yeah, I have. Yeah,
1: it's really bad.
0: Yeah. There's, it? there's also. I'm, I'm sure you've both seen the uh, American. There's an American trailer for uh, Red Dwarf. Oh, I haven't that seen is, that. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. There's quite a few things like this if you if you scout about online. There's quite. I've seen the IT Crowd one. Oh, I didn't yes. Know that I said, yeah. Yes. Which mm. has it has. Um, Coyote, yeah. Coyote in it. <laughs> yeah. But he plays
2: he, himself, yeah. Who's he in plays it? himself. No, he plays Moss but the same character, I should yeah.
0: say. He plays Moss, but then they cast everyone else to, to, to be completely different. Well not completely different, but
1: yeah. I didn't know that. Was that did that get past the pilot? Did it have a series
2: uh, I think they I I don't think it aired. I might be wrong. They made it and yeah, I believe it had Joel McHale um <laughs> as said, um it. as Roy, which it proves your point about the <laughs> the casting of the us Yeah, um, yeah which i just means but they do like a, a, a you could. I think I remember seeing on YouTube they do like a frame by frame. Like I think that the pilot was was parodied, not parodied, excuse me, or uh, sort of built off of the original mm. pilot, the UK one, quite blatantly. Okay, so, yeah, yeah. I think it was probably just humour that, that existed. I can't believe he's honestly, in it. I'm not sure.
1: I can't believe he's in it selling moss it's so strange yeah I just googled it while you were saying I, I never knew that existed
0: yeah but yeah it, it never it ne- i think it only got made as a pilot i don't mm. think they mm. they actually made uh you know air everything mm. yeah mm. i don't think so anyway but yeah there's, there's a lot of things like that where they tried to you know they've tried tried to export something that did really well Mm. Uh, in the UK, they they seem to they seem to manage it with panel shows yeah. and you know quiz stuff, but yeah, and, and reality TV and vice versa. But yeah, I don't think mm. uh, English comedy um, exports very well, or even vice versa. I'm trying to think if there's any examples where we've taken an American. I've got one. Go on, go go for it. Do you remember going back a bit? I knew you were going
1: to say. I knew you going to say that. <laughs> did remember that, become that? The upper hand is that the upper hand.
2: Oh, amazing memory! Yes, yeah. I believe it did. It was one of the McGann brothers. Yeah, I was um, going to say
1: about that, but I thought no one's going to know what I'm talking about. But you, you took the words out. Yeah, not?
2: yeah.
1: Um, they're they're very close. I think. I think you find some of them are almost complete lifts. They, they rewrote them because I think. Um, who's it the boss? Was the Don't
2: they? Yeah, even the, yeah. even um, the first offices, the uh, the UK yeah, and the yeah. US office, they the first episode or two are uh, almost exactly the, yeah. sort of the same until it starts to find its own voice. I used to really like The
1: Upper Hand, but I haven't watched it in years, obviously. <laughs> I, it was I a real remember family it. sitcom. I, I, remember, yeah. I can sort of rubbish. see it, but... Yeah.
2: I don't even know. Did it go on for a long time? I don't even know. Was it the. Still, on. The it's still on. No, I don't know. Is it still on? Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Very it's good.
1: got. Put the informal guy of it because there's quite a few of them in there. Um,
2: there's a few of yeah. I, it had Aim again. That, I, saw I saw him once. I saw him once
1: at the city airport. He was in the queue. Um, I can't remember the we game, but he was there. And I, 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 I was going to go up to him and get a selfie, but like, I hadn't invented mobile phones back then, so I didn't. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, a massive can of the um. I, I would see an American version of Last of the Summer Wine.
1: <laughs> what I said in Texas or something. <laughs> yeah,
0: <set> in the <laughs> desert. In, uh, Las Vegas. Las <laughs> <cat> Vegas. <laughs> uh. Last
1: of the Summer Wine, I in Vegas. I now, mean, come on, that's got rid of the old yeah. school. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: I'm going to ask an impossible question there obviously because it depends on the show doesn't it but what well, I mean what what do you what do you kind of in, in regards going back to the the notion of of a show coming to an end I mean w- what are those things you look for what are those things where you know I, it depends on the show it's a bs question but like w- what are those things that you look for in a finale you know are, are you open to the notion of a sad ending do you really want to see everything wrap up um you know really happily and that everyone lives happily ever after or i mean what what is the kind of your expectations on a finale if you can think of anything specifically yep. uh, going back to friends i remember yeah. vividly the original plan was for ross and rachel not to end up together mm. but uh apparently the the characters fought for it and said no no no, like mm. it's impossible for you to end the show like that so uh so yeah that's interesting but um i i, I yeah i don't know what um what what are those kind of uh, what yeah? the What is the expectation on a finale? How 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 should things be wrapped up?
1: I quite Do. like it. I quite like it when they wrap things up, but it can often leave you wanting more, can't it? You know, the example that springs to mind that I know we all love is Superstore. You know, right. Well, it's not so much wrapping up, but that was a sort of classic sort of everything closed down, didn't it? And I mean, from memory it was a it for mm. a while, but. Didn't they do like a sort of? It was like one of that, you know, that sort of like where, like a montage of what happened to them all. Yeah, um, and it was really, really like fantastically done, wasn't it? Like going,
2: I adore that finale. That was one of was the ones brilliant. I was going to cite a
1: little bit later. Yeah, I, mean, I think, um,
2: it, and it's almost for one line, to be honest, which is why I
1: adore it. What was the one um, line? the moment. It
2: was well, they they gave credence to literally everything from the show, from the first episode, in this really one line when, um, uh, uh, spoilers for anyone that hasn't yeah. seen it, but uh, it's, it's it's basically, you know, it's set in a superstore um, and uh, it tells ultimately in a very lengthy way, tells the love story between Jonah and Amy. And then Jonah's portrayed brilliantly, by the way, as a very little bit pretentious, a little bit not in a bad way but yeah. i've been here i've traveled here i've worked this job i have yeah i was at business school and i've i've been to all these places i've done all these things but ultimately we watch him for five odd years in this place and he hasn't left no. and he has stayed there the entire time and all those stories of places he went to fall to nothing and then at the very end amy says to him why why are you here why have you mm. stayed and he says because of you yeah. and to me that broke nice. my heart i'm a romantic so like that it just gave credence to the everything uh about that character the fact that that was the one thing he, he wanted couldn't have but it was the only way to to be close to her in any capacity and that was to stay and i just thought it's the most beautiful thing in the world
1: <laughs> you see that i think you know sitcoms are by their very nature littered with jokes right but I think yeah. that is a great example, as you, as you put it, of the first episode being the setup and that being the punchline. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh,
2: yes. It, it, yeah.
1: It's. I mean, I can give you give you other examples, but I thought that was the perfect ending as well. But
2: uh, yeah, I agree. Understated as well, yeah. but just for that for that ex- that encounter that exchange between them, I but, just thought, it, yeah, it just gave credence to every single episode before it.
1: But the perfect ending, but almost like too good in the sense of. Like in that future montage they do at the end, didn't it just leave you just just absolutely gutted? You know, you're just like they're serious about this. This is the end. You know, like you just wanted more than you. They just like you know, you just wanted it all to go back. Oh, I did anyway. And you know, like you saw Glenn doing his mean, thing, I... it was just like I can't believe that's it. It's it, it, and didn't uh, what's the guy who does the Garrett? Didn't he do that like, quite a nice speech at the end as well about?
2: oh yeah he did yeah, that's right yeah, yeah. on his sign off that was a lovely end part. that's it, it his
1: sign well. off yeah I mean but it was just it made me feel you know like my earlier point about really investing and feeling like you're there and everything and mm. it really made me like quite sad I was like this this is real it's it it's over you know what <laughs> I mean like I want more I want I, I didn't want <laughs> that I wanted that ending but not yet Do you know what I mean? we could just have one more series yeah. you know
2: I don't know. No, that's that's, that's nicely put. Yeah, these are romantic as well. Dan, did you like the ending of Superstore? We've jumped straight in now. We're now officially, I discussing our, our favourite uh, kind of sitcom finale, so we'll stick with Superstore for a little bit. But, Dan, what did you think of Superstore's finale?
0: Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. I, I think the only thing was a little bit too much was in, in the montage at the end. Um, I think m- most of where you see the characters end up, it's just kind of... Showing that they they live on and they're happy, but it did get a bit ridiculous that um, Jonah was a politician. Like, yeah, I agree. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. that, that was the only bit that kind of um, pushed it a bit. But one thing I've I've always found interesting, and it's it, it's not necessarily just American sitcoms. There's a little bit in some of the UK sitcoms is that the ending. You know, if you know, if you think of anything that's kind of, you know, could be in between is set in a school, set in in one place, set in one workplace, set in one situation. There's always, well, nearly always, a situation where they, all the characters have to move on from where things started. Yeah. and And often it means that they have to, like they have to leave the house they have to leave the city they have to leave the school they have to you know they leave the the place of work it there's always that that transition mm-hmm. where you know ultimately for for it to end the characters all have to move beyond the situation mm-hmm. that has kind of formed however many years that come has run and and the other trope that i kind of dislike the one thing i find a little bit annoying is there's always one character that that sort of gets left behind and obviously in friends it's joey joey does not get any kind of resolution to his well in
2: fairness they they knew they had the joey show coming up yeah
0: but then they cancelled it
2: (laughs) Yeah, I can't believe that failed. I honestly can't believe that failed. But I think that's why his in the show, he doesn't get a resolution because they know that show's in the works and his story's going to continue. But yeah, I see you're you're right. Yeah, he. I don't know if you got the, any big like movie part or anything like that at the end, or certainly doesn't meet anyone or have a kid or. No, it's
0: they could have. I mean, they they could have even if they were going to transition that to to the his own sitcom, they could have sowed a bit more of an interesting seed there that, you know, he he meets someone right at the end and we're like, Oh, is this, is this the, the one thing that's going to change his life? You know, tune into Joey to find out, but they Mm. didn't really even do that. But if you, if you look at big bang theory, Raj, I mean, Oh my God, they completely crapped all over that character.
1: Um, Mm.
0: If if you think every single other character, even um, Stuart, um, who is the the, the 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 perennial kind of butt of everyone's jokes for much of the series? And you think that that he can't possibly find happiness and redemption, and he does. You know, he finds finds a girlfriend and moves in with her. And you know what I mean? It's it, it's weird, but yet Raj just seems to sabotage every every relationship he has. He doesn't seem to move on in his career, whereas you know. At least, you know, it's like Leonard gets the girl, Sheldon gets the girl, and also gets the, um, the what's it, the the prize, the science prize. I've forgotten what it is. The uh, what is it? What is what is it? Um, yeah, but anyway, he 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 wins the you know the no Nobel Prize. He, yeah. he wins the biggest prize in science. Yes, the Nobel Prize. Wow. Okay. Not the Nobel Prize. What is it? Oh. <laughs> What what is the biggest prize in science? Ah, oh, this is annoying now um anyway, but he he achieves everything that he sets out to from a career perspective, which is what you expect. What you don't expect is him to end up with um the girl and marry the girl, albeit you know another kind of kind of semi version of him, whereas Leonard doesn't really get any career progression, but he gets penny and you know. They get married and get she she's pregnant. So there's that story arc. Raj the only thing that happens is is he's able to talk to women. And I don't think there's there's one single other point of progression to him as a character. If anything, he probably gets worse as the show. And I don't mean that from a point of view of you know, like more annoying or anything like that. He he gets more interesting, but he almost gets more tragic, is what I'm saying, because nothing works out for him and nothing really changes. And that is a trope in quite a lot of, um, um, American sitcoms. There are characters. I mean, even even when you think of Frasier, um, I think most of his family and the people around him all progress. Their story progresses. Roz gets, you know, has a kid and I think eventually ends up with bulldog. I think, um, you know, um, N- Niles obviously marries Daphne and is happy, but, but Fraser, even though there's a lot of potential, you know, he eventually leaves Seattle and he does pursue a, a woman. You, you pretty much don't, like, I never felt that that was the end of his story or that he was going to succeed. I, I kind of felt like I don't believe that he's making the right choice. Um, yeah. And I always kind of find it interesting, e- even in, um, even in um the office it, depending on whether you where you put the ending point to the us office because obviously when michael scott leaves and when half the in fact even when when the the show wraps up after long after michael scott um has has left quite a few of the characters don't really i don't know it doesn't feel like that they, they have necessarily particularly no, they don't have unhappy endings but it doesn't really go very far um
1: yeah I'm trying it's to think in, of... it's interesting you mentioned your office though because the UK ones are not in my opinion quite ended um you know that's Perfect ending. yeah that's a good yeah. Yeah. yeah like yeah, yeah. I mean it, uh, you, you reminded me of something I was going to mention actually I quite like not not just the big ending but when they do like little subtle things that show a character is developed. Um, and the thing that springs to ride in the last office was if you remember when he finally stands up to Finchie, do you remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He tells yeah. him to F off or whatever, you know, and it's just, it's, it doesn't, that's all you, that's all you know, you know, that's all you kind of, it doesn't go any further than that, does it? But it's such a, it's such a big impact, doesn't it? Cause it's like the whole series. has been. You know? <laughs> you know? well,
2: it's funny cause Gervais in an interview, I think I see, I, I, I adore the UK office. It's mm-hmm. one of the, I think the best things I've ever seen of anything. I just, I, I, it, it, I, it means so much to me that I just can't bring myself to watch the Brent film. Oh, it's good. Because I, 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 well, I haven't seen it, so I, I, there's no way I could say, but I like that TV ending where he gets the girl. And, and he, and it's funny because Gervais in an interview, I think when he was asked about potentially revisiting the character mm. or the show at any point, he said it would be almost impossible to do because everything people loved about David Brent would be gone. Mm. He said, because the woman that he meets on, on the blind date at the party mm. at the end, he said she, the way he brilliantly described it, he said she gave him awareness
1: mm.
2: and that would kill. That subsequently kills mm. what everything, what everyone found funny.
1: Yeah,
2: where the source of all the comedy, where he all his failings, stopped all his failings, all of his failings, yeah, yeah, his his yeah. perspective on himself mm. and everything around him mm. changed. Mm. In that moment and he just said how do you re- revisit a character without destroying mm. that growth <laughs> ultimately um, but he, he the way he brilliantly described it um, I wish I could pass it off as my own observation but like he said that she gave him awareness and it just kind of breaks my heart that obviously I imagine the film he would have lost that awareness but, <laughs> and yeah. i just love the show's ending it's everything about it is just perfect and i I, yeah. I just don't want it to continue beyond that or ruin that as an ending so but so yeah i, I thought he's yeah gervais describes things really incredibly
1: sometimes but he's, and I he's great, at endings. great yeah and generally speaking he's great at endings you know i i remember whether you watched it but extras had a great ending you know, Indeed, yeah. you know, the, there's always an element of hope in it. You know, they're quite sad sometimes as endings, as we know. Extras had um, I just remember that like, there was a really good feel feeling about it. They didn't get the big job, but they kind of sort of it was a bit of a drive or a walk off into the sunset. If I remember, and there was some good use of some yeah, you know, some really positive music in it. You felt quite like there's a little bit of hope there. Do you know what I mean? And afterlife, I mean, I know, it might not have ended actually, because but did you watch that? Or? Yeah, no, I yeah.
2: haven't seen that one.
1: That, again, that was he didn't get the girl, but there was a little bit of hope that he kind of again he walked off and he sort of he seemed happy in his own sort of world, if you like. And um, mm-hmm. Derek, yeah, I mean, yeah. was a real. Remember Derek he was that? I mean, that was a real yeah, te- yeah, yeah, tear yeah. jerker ending. But you know, he's really, really good at endings, and they're not always feel good, are they? You know, um, no,
0: I think I think Afterlife is. A, Afterlife is a really good example because he, he resisted wrapping it up in a bow. Yeah, he, It was quite gritty and, you know, quite realistic. Um, and kind of, you know, it dealt with real life issues. Yeah. And, and I think he just didn't want to, to make it into a, a typical sitcom no. ending where, you know, as you said, Stu, he gets the girl, he ends up happily ever after because, you know, you know, deep down that he's, no, he's lost the yeah. love of his life. He's never going to be the same. But as you said, he he, he sows a few seeds of hope for yeah. him. Yeah. Almost all the characters in it, and that, that's just nice because you you just leave it not not exactly a cliffhanger, but you 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 know that there's the potential for everything to kind of get to keep getting better, mm. um, and that that's better rather than just always you know laying everything out. With mm. Uh, with a trowel, you know, layering on thick. Because um I I have watched um is it on the road the the the, oh,
1: the road. I quite like mm. it though. But I, I totally yeah. agree with what you're saying Imran. But I did actually quite like it as a film.
0: It it's okay, yeah. but I don't think they needed it. And no. and I do think as Imran exactly is saying, they they had to reverse some of what you saw in the ending, Not not massively. It's not like he's gone back to being the David Brent uh, that you kind of meet at the start, no. but, you know. He he doesn't have the woman. He he's off on another kind of ridiculously, um, you know. He, he he's trying to he's trying to have a music career, yeah. and it, it, it is very the setup is quite far fetched. Even though you know, I know you know Ricky Gervais obviously wants to be a new romantic mm. and he can sing and everything. So he kind of built it a little bit on his own kind of real life experience, but yeah it did it did yeah it didn't feel like it, it didn't really sit well as a follow-up to the office itself but, it's more
1: like I, a spin-off doesn't it or, yeah it's like a almost like a parallel universe or something.
0: exactly but it, it was fine yeah it didn't it didn't offend me i thought it was quite it was quite funny and charming and it was the same you know it was the same like you know a guy who 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 you want to root for, you want him to do well, Mm. haplessly fails for the entire film. And then at the end, kind of, you know, doesn't get what he, what he wants, but he, he sort of, you know, there's hope and Mm. it's not as bad as, as you think. And yeah, which is, again, it's, it's very typical UK sitcom thing. Whereas, um, you know, um, I don't think there's, there's, there's many examples. We were talking, uh, we were talking about Seinfeld before, which has one of the most unique endings from yeah. any sitcom.
1: You have to educate me on this one. Go on.
0: Well, I don't know if you, either of you, have either of you watched Seinfeld. I haven't. I've seen a
2: few episodes, but I've I've just sort of never just sat down and thought, let's give this a, a go. I I don't really have any comment on it beyond that i saw one really bizarre episode which was very funny uh, but i think elaine well they all i think they were they were just surrounded by people that would eat chocolate bars with a knife and fork <laughs> and it was like why is why are people doing this this makes no sense and i just remember elaine standing up and shouting at everyone in the in the diner that they go to just like what's wrong with you people and i thought that was really funny but that's probably the only thing i've really ever seen
0: I, I urge you if if I I don't know I mean there's so many other good you know present TV series and films that that need to be watched but if you ever do for some reason feel in the mood to to kind of watch some um slightly retro american comedy it Seinfeld is brilliant because it, it it's incredibly if you like Kirby enthusiasm and you like this kind of situations of seeing real life things happening that are just absurd and then just adding these incredibly um, extreme versions of real life people. Like all the cast, I mean, you know, uh, the, the character George Costanza is based on uh, Larry David. So it's based on the character he plays in Kirby Enthusiasm, which is basically himself. Mm-hmm. So it's got all these kind of roots in reality, but just extreme versions of real life, cringe worthy, you know, kind of. Um, Situations that you watch with through gritted teeth, but it, but with a with an added layer of surrealism. So every every episode is just a setup of something ridiculous that happens, and and you know Jerry Seinfeld is usually telling the story through his stand up, which obviously he's a stand up in you know real life Mm. and was and still still occasionally does it. So it is it is very life imitating art, imitating life, but just very kind of extreme and very surreal and very, very funny characters. Like they it, it goes off in all different directions. But anyway, but getting back to the ending, the the whole point of the ending is they do all these stupid things. It, you know, they they get in such ridiculous situations where they they effectively, you know, their their actions impact other people and they they end up going to court and you almost like relive almost like a highlights reel of everything that had happened in the previous seasons and some of the best episodes and and they end up going to jail for for basically committing it's so ridiculous but they're, they're jailed for committing these crimes which is obviously doing stupid things in real life that affect people and, and and just acting like you know complete idiots and and even though you most of the time you side with often the, the, you know, the things that they they rail against and they they do. But, yeah, it's one of the weirdest endings. Even now, uh, there's speculation that they don't... I I don't think that the cast really liked the ending Mm. um, Mm -hmm. or they expected the ending to be like that. I don't think they knew how to wrap it up. (laughs) Um, Because, again, it's not... It's one of those sitcoms that even if it's got quite a large cast and they're all friends and it and and some of them live in the same place and share the same restaurant or cafe you know what i mean there's there's a lot of reoccurring uh normal american sitcom tropes but there's no interest in any of these characters having uh, you know romance or or kind of progressive story arcs they're all just complete imbeciles and idiots that you don't really root. Well, you, you root for them sometimes, but the, you know what I mean. It's not about. There's no one character story arc that is progressive that you think. Oh, I wonder what happened to Newman, and you know you, you don't think that. It, it just it just totally flips the script of what a, an American sitcom could be. You 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 genuinely do not want these characters to succeed because they're. Their behaviour is so funny yet bizarre. It's, it's almost like it, it's uh, the equivalent of, of uh, I think from a UK perspective is if if you had uh, five Basil 40 esque <laughs> characters who all knew each other, who all you know lived in the same uh, you know house or situation. You know, you love Basil Forty. You, you know that you you, you know. You, you want him, sometimes you want him to get revenge on his wife, but you know he's, he's an absolute dick and you don't really want him to, to get happiness, and that's what Seinfeld is like, it, it completely throws it Wow, I I can
2: understand why people would have been mad at the ending, but I guess looking at the characters and the way you've described them would probably change that. But yeah, as an ending, I do remember reading that some of the cast weren't overjoyed at it. And I do understand it's quite a divisive uh, ending. So yeah, it is, it's, it's, I can't imagine how that was pitched and people said, yeah, let's do it. (laughs) But like, you know, I don't know. I, I, I like, I can, (laughs) I can deal with a sad ending. I have more issues with a bad ending and it was, it's like, I don't know. Actually, that's not, I don't know. Sometimes I think I'm too much of a, I don't know what the word is. I'll, I'll, I'll say romantic, but it's like the end. I'm going to go into a film now, but it's like the end of dumb and dumber where they're presented with the option of getting on the bus yeah. and being the personal masseuses to the, the bus full of uh, <laughs> incredible women. And they just, absolutely blow it, which is perfect in line for the film. But I remember being kid, being a kid and watching that thinking at the end, I'm like, please let the bus stop. Please let them get on the bus. The bus is gone. They've blown it. No!
1: But doesn't he call him back? And you think he's...
2: Yeah, he tells them they're going the wrong way. Yeah, he goes, oh, no, it's that way. Yeah. And they're just staring at them like, you idiots. See, and I'm like, oh, it was of, a great fit he it him yeah, yeah, Exactly. But they goes, hey, kid, that was embarrassing. They nearly went to the wrong place. Oh, some lucky guys are going to get that. Uh, so, That's yeah, so that funny. always reminds me of the Seinfeld. I, I read about.
1: something interesting the other day. Right? Now, it, wasn't, it wasn't in preparation for this, but it was just, I was just reading some articles. Do you know the story about the happy days in it? No. What, what, what it, 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 I don't know the detail but basically they so it ran for like I've got London ten series say and they had the end they filmed the ending and scheduled it, yeah. This is how I understood it. it, was um so they filmed the ending and scheduled it. And then I think there was a clash, um where it was Olympic Games being shown. So they were, basically they didn't get to show a few episodes, right? they would not move the last episode so they showed the last episode which was apparently quite significant and you know, emotional and then, then had a stash of episodes that they they hadn't shown yet so, so the ending came and then they just went oh Happy Days is back you know a few weeks later and showed some random ones that were totally out of sequence but I think the ending so they tied up everything at a wedding I think it was or something and there was a nice speech at the end and everything and they broke the fourth wall and inspected the camera and then they was like hey guys it's back <laughs> it's like you know, so they kept like a stash behind them, so, you know. It's yeah. something along those lines, you know. But the, the schedules were so set couldn't, you know, instead of moving it back like months, they sort of randomly bought it back, even though everyone kind of gone their separate ways. And, but uh, wow, no,
2: I, that doesn't ring any bells. No, so I saw it. I was reading something
1: the other day about them, you know. But it's a funny. It's like what you, it's interesting what you're saying, man, right because you do you get so invested in these things, and if you are sort of yes. disappointed, it does yeah you find yourself shut you totally if you want more or you didn't really want that to happen yeah, yeah. is uh, there
2: I think we're glossing over some of these quicker than I would have liked, but we we we' touched on so many really great um yeah. kind of uh, uh shows and and stuff but like Stu, is there anything that we've not uh mentioned uh, in terms of, of of an ending that I mean the two rang true for you the
1: two that spring to mind I know Dan mentioned one recently, which is like the perfect ending see if you can guess the perfect ending to any show ever and then ruined two years later when they brought it back
2: yeah i I, this was something i was going to talk about because i I feel like this one should be on all of our lists as the best ending but it isn't the ending it just turns out to be just another episode and it was a disastrous decision
1: to bring back no
2: no
0: if Mm. technically it, it it's not what you think because I, thought, I always thought it was just another episode. It actually is the ending to the series. So the series... It is. Yeah, it is. But then they said, let's, go, let's continue.
2: And everyone, everybody was happy to go back. And then it yes. was like, right, we need to change it. So it is sort of an end. Yeah. But the fact that they continued it means well, it's not the end. My but pod- they, did not, they didn't yeah. continue
0: it as a series. It was just Christmas specials.
2: Yeah, but the story continues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know.
0: But that's what I mean. It, it technically it is the ending of the series. It was just the fact that they decided to make Mine's at awesome. least was it three or four Christmas I think, I, specials
1: I think they made. At least three more because they did like a trilogy that... See, my problem with it... Oh, right, they brought it back. Pop, you know, pop the demand and all that, which I don't think they should have done because they were pretty rubbish after that. Um, mm. But my problem was that they, they... You know, they, they tied it up so nicely and then they decided to make make the story that they lost all their money and it was back as if like it had never happened, you know? Mm. And I found that... Like, I think maybe they could have got a way of doing... Some spin-offs of them being rich, maybe. Um, yeah. But for some reason... Well, they... who's
2: the creator of, of the show? I've John forgot, Sullivan. I his name. John Sullivan. He said... I think it was him. Yeah. When they... So they wrapped it up. The, they become uh, millionaires. Everything's great. And it's just the perfect, perfect ending. Particularly since the watch was in the basement or the garage the yeah, entire yeah. time. Yeah. Even more perfect. Um, and then when they had the idea to continue it... I'll never forget this for some reason they said all right great everybody's happy to return yeah. now the first hurdle is how do we get them back in the flat and i thought we've well, blown it from the start no. like why was that the goal yeah. that shouldn't have
1: been the goal yeah why? it could have been quite funny i think them living you know amongst you know upper middle class people away you know, Yeah. It could have
0: been. They could have, but, there's a lot of comedy in that, surely. But they did Yeah, oh. at the start. It was them. Yeah, they did, they did like a little it montage. It was a short-lived one. They wasn't did yeah, a yeah. montage, and,
1: and then they lost their money within about four minutes.
2: Um, <laughs> what, what else yeah. makes the end? was well, the vertical is the ending. The the watch episode. What else? The thing that makes it just that so, that bit so perfect is the fact. Again, they gave credence to everything Del Boy was. Yeah. The fact that he had the money but was miserable because he didn't have yeah. the hustle. Yeah. He didn't have that grind because that's what kept him motivated. That's yeah. what kept him going and the fact that he was almost bored he nailed we flat, it. We achieved the goal. Yeah. Yeah. We went yeah. back to the flat and that was perfect. Yeah. The very fact that he yeah. that motivating force you know, it's the journey yeah. being yeah. more significant than the destination. And he brings
1: someone up doesn't he saying he's got like a consignment or something like the, Yeah, oh, no, there's
2: yeah. a message on the machine oh, or something so, yeah, like yeah. that. I can't remember. Yeah and but again that gave so much again i use the word credence a yeah. lot but it gave every kind of uh, respect and understanding to to who dell was what, what, with what that little caveat the at the end, end. Yeah, yeah
1: absolutely do you know what i love about what i thought was so perfect about it as well you, you've sort of touched on it which uh, i only read the i mean i know i know you episode quite well but i haven't really made the connection so it went on for 16 years that show now, wow if you go back and watch the first ever episode there's a little scene right at the start where they have an argument, and it's what the argument is as follows: Rodney has started keeping records of what they're buying and selling, so receipts and stuff. Which Dell says, "Oh, we don't want tax them, Oh like
2: my it. god, he doesn't say it.
1: Yeah, it, it, so he's keeping records, and if you go back to the final episode when they yeah. get the watch value, he says, "You need, you need to have a record that you own it oh, to sell wow. it," and it is like, wow, you know, it's like so Rodney becomes the hero. And he, said, you know, he says, "Oh, I've started keeping records," and it is actually in the first episode. Um, so it's like the ultimate. Like I, said, I, I didn't know. I, I, I
0: remember you. him doing that, but I didn't know that that was actually in the the first. Yeah, episode. it
1: is. Yeah, it's I mean, a wow. very it's a throwaway joke. He says something like, "What are you doing?" He says, "I'm just keeping records," and he's like, "Put them in the bin." Or so it's something like that. It, it's not like a big thing. We we'll have a little bit of an argument over it, um, and uh, it's, so to, cool. it's a way of introducing Dale's sort of tax avoidance or whatever you know um but it's really really nicely done you know um and it's just amazing to think that was in the garage the whole time
2: yeah, yeah. i love that yeah. that was again i just summed up their sort of sods law
1: luck doesn't yeah, it they're chasing <laughs> something that they had in front of their exactly. yeah. all the time you know um, perfect and they did a little sequence don't they a little montage of them living in in like a posh flat on the Thames, and he goes to his country house. And then um, yeah. Albert crashes the boat. I remember he's got like a big yeah.
0: Yacht. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, but also, yeah. the other thing was Albert. You know, Albert passes away before they've even finished making these sequences. Yeah, of, yeah, which, which made it even more feel ridiculous. But mm. but they clearly, I don't know if it was who was dry the driving force behind it. But it was the BBC or john sullivan i i don't understand yeah. it but they they couldn't leave it alone not only did they do the christmas specials mm. but we have boise and marlene running away from the driscoll brothers so they can do a terrible sitcom <laughs> and the christmas that's probably the worst <laughs> i don't
1: know how something I it's oh. all i mean maybe spin-offs is another show but i do not know how something i mean not not by today's standards but at the time for those was you know, it, a bit gritty, if you like, it's not, it's not, but it was, if you know what I mean. Yeah. How can that, that didn't spin off to that, I do not know. You know, it's no. like, it's, it's very weird. And written by the same people
0: as well. Uh, but they, they well, also, think did, there's a team, I think, but, but Sullivan, they also but did, did Rock and were, Chips, which is obviously, that's yeah. quite, not even that old, I think, but that yeah. was, I don't know if that, I think, I don't know if John, John Sullivan was behind that, or if you yeah, was, was. yeah,
1: and, yeah. and it's, it's got,
0: Oh, James but that, obviously that's the prequel just to... yeah and
1: that's like a drama it's weird it's a completely different genre isn't it it's like a it's, it's yeah. quite serious it's like a sort of almost like a obviously recent but almost like a historical drama you know sort of like a historical piece like
0: yeah it's a retelling of a story it's not it's, it's not, not really no. no it's like a,
1: yeah, it's a funnier on that. Yeah, so I quite enjoy watching it more like, out of interest than anything else. It's, it 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 was that was a disaster decision to bring that back, you know.
2: Yeah, I agree.
1: Um, yeah. Or I, I always went. I just assumed that if it came back, it was. I said it would be like a, their rich man spinner, you know, which I would have quite okay. liked to have seen.
0: So just, you. just, just last question, um, uh, just something I thought of is is there any, is there any sitcom now that either of you um, would would like to come back? You, you think that they they didn't they left it too open ended, or they you know they didn't give you the ending that you wanted? You know, is is there any any specific UK or US or any any sitcom that you think okay, I, I would love to see more of those characters? Good question,
1: or is it best after them?
2: You know, well, yeah, exactly, but. Yeah. yeah i mean it, it's funny like i i wouldn't overrule any any of anything that i would cite which has a perfect ending i wouldn't want it to continue beyond oh. it you know like we have talked about superstore and i think it's just a beautiful end so on that note you know there's what five seasons it's enough for me to revisit if i needed to uh uk office again just really flawless um uh everything every single thing about it is just is perfection i wouldn't want it to wouldn't want to see anything beyond that. Um, uh, I did used to think, actually, in vain of your question, I know when they, like, going back to Friends, I remember when they talked about the Joey show, I remember thinking that the show they probably should have made was The Bings. And I mm. think having Chandler and Monica based, you know, at the new place, interacting with their neighbors, raising kids, I thought that would have been a cool extension of... Of, of 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 their characters i think they were two very popular characters and i think kind of giving them that entirely new setting i mean i guess when we meet joey he's a struggling 20 something actor um you know and when we meet joey at the beginning of joey he's a struggling probably mid 40 something actor you know so it's kind of like well he's the exact same person he was from episode one of friends but, um, yeah, I th- I kind of uh, that would have been good. Obviously, the boat is significantly past now, but The, the Beings is probably the show I would have liked.
1: Interesting. Stu? I've got two thoughts. One is a show they always sort of talk about, could it come back, and the cast and writers they will always say no, because it just wouldn't work. I, I always think it's has, has got more stories to tell. I'd like to see the in-betweeners come back as a series. I'd like to see them in their sort of married lives and or whatever they've done with their lives i think could work
0: but well, I, I think they could do that as i don't think as a see, as a series mm. but i think as a film it would another be a movie yeah yeah i think you could probably do another movie obviously yeah. you know they are they're in their mid 40s now but so yeah. you can't you know, american pie
1: the wedding american pie the reunion or whatever, whatever it may be i i think they i think they could make something quite funny so um catching up with them. The one I really wanted to see which isn't strictly speaking a sitcom and was announced and just cancelled it's comedy drama I suppose I wanted to see more um, Gene Hunt Ashes to Ashes was getting a sequel up until about a week ago
0: Yeah, why have they cancelled that?
1: Yeah, I, yeah I... I think it was a funding thing uh, it was a weird decision because to bring it back because it, it had a, I did not remember the ending but it tied it up and she went off to the afterlife, and you know it. I don't know how they was even considering bringing it back, but it was just one of those shows. I thought, yeah, I going to see more. I mean, because it, it's science fiction anyway. Yeah, you can bring, well, I was going to say bring people back from the dead, but that's the whole point of the show. And um, you know, <laughs> nothing's out. You know, nothing's nothing's crazy in a show like that. So I would have just accepted, however they brought them back, you know, and just got on with it and watched it. But no, apparently it's just been cancelled papers last week that's, that's annoying yeah I um, think they could because apparently he's going to jump between the timelines I don't know if you know that mm. like you know between uh, Life on Mars and Ashes to Ashes and Modern Day I think there was going to be three timelines apparently there's going to be Gene Hunt coming into like 2023 20, 1980 with whatever the character's called and then the 70s with uh, Sam Tyler
0: was it John Sim
1: John Sim yeah nice
0: um for me, and this isn't really well, it's a bit of a cheat answer because it's not so much about endings but i always I, I and I don't understand why they did this I guess all the the main actors and actresses in in these shows kind of went off and did incredibly um successful acting and comedy careers but I would have loved to seen another black adder um
1: because yeah. they, they did.
0: You know, they, they it was all, always historical periods. And obviously, you know, they, they traditionally didn't go backwards, they were always always going forwards. But I was like, Well, they, you know, they could have done they could have done World War Two, they could have done the kinda of like the, the mods or the Beatles kind of music era, you know. They, they were gonna do a Beatles
1: one, well, weren't they? Do you remember? Yeah, yeah there, they, yeah. Going, yeah, they like were like a band that was in parallel to the Beatles, a bit like, like the Laugh of Brian sort of idea, you know, like you know, they were Less successful, but around the same time, sort of.
0: Thing. Yeah, exactly. I think there's there's a lot of there were there's a lot of historical periods that um, significant periods that could um, have been kind of, yeah. yeah that could have been adapted for that, and they you know I mean it's maybe a good thing because they, they they did I think they did uh Chris they did Christmas Carol and then they did back and forth. Yeah, I didn't really um, like the specials
1: very much actually, which made me wonder. But no, I would have liked to have seen that series, but I think it. I know we've spoke about this before, you know, like, I think it's probably too late now. I think it probably would have worked in the noughties.
0: Well, you do, do you know that actually it was, uh, it, it was. it's only literally just been released, but they've um, they've shared a pilot of the first yeah. ever yeah. Adder mm. episode, which I've not watched yet, but mm. I'm quite looking forward to, to I seeing. don't like to see this
1: one. I don't like to see it
0: no, <laughs> Series 1, I mean, they, they talk about how much, A, it cost a fortune to make, because if you think about, they had multiple, you know, settings and locations, mm. and a hell of a lot, you know, a huge cast, and it was like a big costume drama, and the, and the dynamic was completely wrong, you know. It was
1: the it was almost the opposite of what it became. Yeah, yeah,
0: well, yeah, Bald- yeah, Baldrick was kind of the clever one, yeah, yeah. and um, Edmund was this kind of snivelling idiot. And That's then, fine, yeah. yeah, but I don't um, really like uh, it. No, no. I, I actually don't mind it. it no. I, I find it. I, I just I I love every single episode of and every season of that. I'm just
1: I'm a, I'm a, right. I'm a two and four person myself when it comes to the series.
0: You like what? Oh, it's two, two and, four, and four. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Those. Uh, uh, I mean, I mean, if we're talking endings, I haven't mentioned that yet. for Well, the end, the ending <laughs> of Blackout of Four is probably the. Is that that what you're going to say? Yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, it's you know the story behind that as well. I, I know. It, I think
1: without the detail, but was it? It wasn't meant to be like that, was it? it? And they slowed the film down for some reason. Was it? Did they not get enough film? Is that what it was?
0: Um, n- no, but you're, you're, along the right lines. Yeah. Like it was literally, because obviously as anyone who's watched Blackout knows, everyone, almost everyone dies at the end or the main characters oh, always die. the dies. last episode, yeah. It's not...
1: <laughs> no, I just haven't got around to watching it yet. Sorry. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, at the end of every season, they all die. But in, in the, in the fourth one, it was literally, you know, exactly as you said, they, they, It wasn't meant to be what it became, which was you know, to start off with it's literally them running over running over the battlefield and getting Mm. shot in Mm. real time. Mm. And they all kind of realised that it didn't didn't work. So they they just they just slowed it down, put dramatic music over it, and then faded into or just slowed down dramatic version of the main theme and then Mm. and then it it faded into a poppy field and that that, that was completely, you know, not intended. They they didn't know what they were doing. The impact,
1: it. yeah. I, I yeah. remember watching it, because it was, what was it, was it 89? is it I don't know. Mm. 88, 89. So it would have been like 10, 11 or so. I remember watching it, and I, I, I could sort of, I feel like, I don't know if i misremember, but I feel like I can remember, like, the reaction. You know, like when you used to sit around the TV. Mm. I was a bit like, oh, gosh, a bit odd. You know, like, you know, you just, it, it, like, the tone obviously just completely... Changes, is not it? At that point, and yeah. I just remember everyone it was almost a bit like stony silence. It's like, okay, <laughs> that's a bit strange. It, yeah.
0: No, I mean, I think it was brilliant because in every other one, the because I because I think there, there's something about warfare. Because mm. e- even if you compare World War One, World War Two, even if you probably jump to, to to a lot of modern warfare, it's always the same thing. It, it's the most banal tragic ridiculous pointless thing and that there's nothing you know there's you, you can't you can't really glorify it. it it's just horrible and and yeah it, it, it's just death on on a, on a ridiculous scale mm. and for ridiculous reason. so i think that the fact that you know all, all the other kind of uh, black adders they're 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 set in the they're set in the past so you can't really get uh, upset. Just, uh, you, yeah. you, you can't get upset about them dying yeah. or the characters dying. Whereas this, it's just like it hits, it hit home so hard that, that you know, yeah. ultimately when, when you deconstruct it in that moment, it's like, you know, it, even, even though it's a comedy, it's all about, um, a group of characters trying to avoid certain death, mm. uh, for the most obscure and ridiculous, Reasons, you know, the, the fact that, you know, uh, the UK and probably the, the Germans were just ordering men to, to walk across mm. Um, mm. a field towards machine guns mm. over and over again mm. for for mm. however long I don't know five ten how, how long did World War One go on for a decade I don't know but it's just just ridiculous that they four kept years. doing that. Yes, are go what four years was it? Oh, I was it four years. Yeah. Was World War Two was longer, wasn't it?
1: Well, it's funny you should mention that because when, when I was thinking about sitcom endings, I, I remember reading a fact or seeing it on a documentary, and I googled it earlier just to check I hadn't misremembered it. But you know, and I didn't used to watch it, but the, the fact they often say is you know a lower low. Yeah, it went on three years longer than the actual Second World War. The series, <laughs> so a lower low I think it was nine years, and the uh, Second World War was six. Yeah, that's nine right? years. Yeah. No, yeah, We went a
0: longer than the Second World right? no. War. Wow, mm. bloody hell! Yeah, okay. <laughs> I thought World War One went on. Wasn't that 19- nineteen No, 1920s. no, no. I think you're probably right, but I just, I always feel like it's kind of World War Two. You, it, it almost feels like you can tag Vietnam and the Cold War on top of it, but. Mm. Which is ridiculous because that's not the case at all. But it does feel like we were at war for most of uh, fifty years in one way or another. between yeah. all those different wars.
1: Cause I think going back to the Black End, I think I remember seeing that that got complaints. I don't think that sort of necessarily sat well with everyone, you know, because obviously there were probably still survivors at the time, you know. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, but your kids watching it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. that's quite a harrowing. Watching people slowly get gunned down, Mm. you know, in in slow motion is quite Mm. is is a bit much.
1: Did Um, did a man say which one, which show you bring back?
0: um, Yeah, man, you said was it Will and Grace was your (laughs) favourite? What is it?
2: No, I think in answer to the question, it was uh, what I as an off the cuff
0: response was the Bings. Oh yeah but uh yes yeah, but, yeah, so. but, but what about an existing what, what is your favorite existing ending and any any that we didn't cover when you, when you say what is existing ending oh is it not a fan no because the bings bings is like a fantasy ending which is right, 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 great right. great fantasy ending. if you were to talk about i don't know like another another sitcom ending um that or or, or one like you know that, that I think sorry the, the original question I think I came out with was something that you would like to have seen more of um but but not 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 so much a spin-off just a, a straight continuity
2: um yes yes that's, that's a great question but I just keep thinking of the stuff that I loved that ended and i again I wouldn't want it to go... I suppose there's one we haven't talked about it. Um, I don't even know if it if it classifies itself as a sitcom, to be honest, but again, beautiful, beautiful ending, and they kind of talk about a future already, so I don't feel I need... I, there's anything to answer there, but the, uh, Wonder Years...
1: I don't remember the ending, but I remember the show.
2: Oh, the ending was, was, was amazing. Um, it was him and... Um, it was Kevin and Winnie. Uh, they were... And like the last few episodes, it was them on like a summer placement, mm. and, and um, they, I believe, they end up being together yeah. uh, for the first time. But I think it comes with the the realization that they're not really potentially suited to mm. each other anymore. Mm. Um, and I remember he, yeah, the the voiceover kind of does this really great narration at the end where he talks about his father who who, who has since passed, uh, and, and even just that as a throwaway line that really stung for some reason. It was like, oh, oh he dies? Of course he dies because yeah. it's, it's an old Kevin, yeah. a considerably older Kevin narrating. So obviously his father would have passed, yeah. but the way he just said, "My you know dad died x amount of years later," and it just like, ow. Uh, but he talks about, I think Winnie moves away in time to come, uh, studies abroad and works abroad, but they write like every day. And mm. then he says, when she came back, I picked her up from the airport with my wife. Oh, right, um, yeah. And it was like, oh, that's, it's kind of, again, it was slightly bittersweet. Mm. But I wouldn't want to see it continue, you know, like it, I don't really feel it requires that. So I don't have an answer for you, Dan. I feel like I'm going to kick myself later when it pops in my head.
1: I'm going to go and watch that one, Peter's episode. I used to like that, but I don't, yeah, remember, it's beautiful. That. I don't yeah. remember
0: that particular. Do you know do you know mm-hmm. what the one of the biggest issues with Wonder Years was towards the towards the end of it? No. A height difference between Oh, uh, yeah. oh no, was it? Yeah, Winnie Winnie kind of shot up to about six mm-hmm. foot and old <laughs> uh, Fred. That's Fred was three foot four.
2: Oh
1: is <laughs> it's, um, it's in Austin House, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yes, more yeah, they also had the same issue in spider-man because um is it zendaya i forgot right zendaya yeah yeah she's like seven foot two and um <laughs> but they, they had to get spider-man to like you know um they had to do some specific camera work <laughs> so this doesn't look to, to, as as tall as she does mm-hmm. um, when they're like kissing and, and when he's like when they're flying on the web onto a platform they had they had issues because of the um, height difference
1: they anyway. had the same issue in Lost and the as well <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I can't continue that so I can't think of any of the characters' names but you know, Compo is uh, much shorter than uh, Nora Gatti <laughs>
0: well isn't you, isn't your, your lovely wife Steph uh, six foot
2: eight? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> six, six foot eight, and you're that's that's and I'm only two, six foot seven. taller than yeah. you. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Mm. Oh. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Uh, this is probably the good point. Look, we're discussing uh, shows that uh are perfect endings and things that ended. Uh, on time or later than they should have and this probably should have ended about 20 minutes ago <laughs> this is not the best podcast ending ever but uh at least we, the the final comment wasn't vietnam cold war and world war one so hopefully we we've left on a happier note
1: Should <laughs> we, we should have scripted an actual ending where like we find we out that scripted. the podcast has, has been sold or something and um, and
2: or the fact that we're we're recording this in a jail cell yeah, that yeah. we're sharing uh, that could be <laughs> Imran goes off in its own way.
1: <laughs> Imran goes off and we write occasionally, and you know I pick him up from the airport <laughs> with my
0: wife. <laughs> um, um, yeah. And well, I get and three oh. months later, <laughs> Anne, Stu and Imran were in a plane crash, <laughs> and.
1: Yeah. Or, or a yeah. happier ending. You know, then we, we get a spin-off series.
0: The tragic ending. They never made another podcast.
1: <laughs> no, we should get a spin-off series. That's what we should get. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the Giblin. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's it. Yeah. Anyway.
2: Uh, do you reckon our significant others would continue the podcast if we were like then, after following plane crash?
1: <laughs>
2: what
0: would be, well, be a good show. No. You could get your kids yeah. to do it.
2: We could yeah yeah we could, we could, we could, uh, we could, we could try that next generation yeah <laughs> or like four generations later whatever it is it's hard. It's um, really okay, okay I'm gonna wrap I'm gonna wrap this up Star
1: Trek <laughs> <to> next generation
2: <laughs> um, thanks very much for um, if you've rocked with us this long brilliant thank you very much i I've, I've really enjoyed it this has been I mean it's obviously a nostalgic uh, trip down a wonderful TV. Uh, heaven, but it's I. I think it's been it's been much a very much a celebration. I think um, to kind of revisit uh, just wonderful, wonderful shows, wonderful, wonderful moments, and just the bits of TV that we'll just sort of take with us and remember for uh, forever and ever. So um, yeah, it's uh, it, it's been yeah it's been a wonderful episode. So thank you uh, both for joining me, and for anyone listening, if you, if we've missed anything, feel free to uh, uh, chime in on uh, an episode or. Or a show that that we absolutely should have discussed, and uh, I actually think a nice extension to this might be to do uh, another time a conversation just about TV show endings in general. Because uh, there's a, um, I've, I've I've wanted to, I've been suppressing discussing quantum leap, uh, but uh, that again <laughs> that, for another that, show. That I classic think. sitcom, but, um, yeah, 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 classic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh dot is where you can find us. My name's been Imran. Uh, this gentleman over to my virtual right has been Stu, and this vir- gentleman to my virtual left has been Dan. And uh, we'd like to bid you farewell. Thank you very much. Oh boy. <laughs>